0: You make the perfect pair. It's always been that way. And when the moment is right, you're ready. With the Santa Clarita Diet, you'll have a lot more of these moments. Side effects may include stomach cramps, vomiting, euphoria, aggression, gastric distress, abnormally increased appetite. Ask
1: your doctor if the Santa Clarita Diet is right for you. You'd be glad you did. (laughs) Hello everybody and thank you for joining us on the Nerds in the Crypt podcast. And uh, with me today is Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. And Shell, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. And we have a special guest today, Jake, all the way from California. Right next to Santa Clarita itself.
0: How far from where you live is it?
1: <laughs> I would have to
3: Google it to be honest with you. I actually <laughs> forgot Santa Clarita was a legit town in California.
1: So yeah, let's just I guess let's just go ahead and jump into Santa Clarita Diet. What did you think of the series or the season? I keep I keep calling it a series, but it's a season one um, of Santa Clarita Diet, Jake. Um, I thought it was really
3: good. Um, it was a lot funnier than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be actually like stick close to like horror or zombie stuff. No, it actually probably had you laughing as much as it did being grossed out by. What Drew Barrymore or who Drew Barrymore was eating, I should say. <laughs> but no, I, I actually really enjoyed it. It was weird, kind of seeing uh, Timothy Elephants not be the tough guy. That was my favorite part. Him, yeah, him not being, yeah, him being kind of like the
0: him being <laughs> like the super frustrated. I can't really deal with this husband guy. <laughs> yeah, it it's a it's just like an, an eye opener. You can't believe. Yeah, like you've never seen him do it. He's only been like the straight guy, or you know, the you know, yeah, the police uh, officer the with head. the dark past, Not or whatever right. shit.
1: Or the killer yeah. in and Scream Two.
0: I don't even remember him. Yeah, he's oh a, yeah, he, yeah, he's the killer yeah. in Scream Two. Yeah. but this is like a like yeah, completely mind opening.
3: Yeah, and I pretty much just know him as like. Raylan Givens from Justified, so...
1: Oh, yeah, and I know right. that show, yeah.
3: That whole series of shows, so to me, it was just like, wait a minute, he's not shooting anybody here.
2: <laughs> and he was being, he was being, like, really funny, and his delivery is so on point. It's, I mean, he's He'd one of probably the best
0: parts. he if he shot a gun.
1: He <laughs> 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 couldn't even use a knife, and... Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine what would have happened if he had a gun, and but he actually does learn how to use a shovel though, so he got pretty used to the shovel after just one show. Yeah. What I like about about the the season, uh, or at least the beginning, is how dull, um, both Drew Barrymore's character and Timothy Olyphant's character seem to be in the um uh, at the beginning. They seem to be like in this little safe zone where they're always just used to doing the same thing over and over again, even to the point where Drew Barrymore's character, Sheila, um, she's like, I want to be a little bit more bold, maybe 80 percent more bold. No, no, that's too much. It's just like they know that they're boring, but they, they're fine with it. They know that they are they have this cozy life and, and they just want it, that to happen, to continue. And then this thing happens.
0: Yeah, I, um, I also love the writing in this. Um, like, specifically the dialogue between the characters. Like, everything they say, even the little things, sometimes are funny. And in shows like this, that doesn't always happen. Like, Arrested yeah. Development is, is one of those rare shows where that happens. But, like, even in great comedy shows like Parks and Recreation, sometimes the dialogue is just dialogue. And then this is, almost every line is just brilliant.
1: <laughs> anything, uh, anything to add for, for uh, the overall view of this show?
2: I, I just, I, I had missed shows like Dexter and Six Feet Under. And even like some just funny ones like Psych and Monk that were detective shows. And I really like the premise that it's a shorter show. It's, you know, the episodes are shorter. Um, so it's kind of a novel concept that works as far as it being a zombie dark comedy, you know, but they didn't do it as hour episodes. And, and I like, I mean, I like it overall. I think I can't wait to see the next season.
1: Yeah. I think sometimes shows will fall into the trap of doing uh, the, they have to go do 13 episodes, uh, one hour episodes or 22 uh, hour, one hour episodes. And what happens is that sometimes those seasons get dragged on And take too long to develop their their whatever they're trying to do because they're trying to stretch it out in 13 episodes, 22 episodes, 26 episodes. So this one, because it's only 10 episodes and it's only 30 minutes at the most, they're able to get right to to you know to the story.
0: I just love this show. Like as soon as I heard from it, it was like, hey, Drew Barrymore's playing a zombie, and it's like, hey, take my money, please, I'm in.
2: Right. (laughs) She's so she's so like a I don't know I think the role was actually written with her in mind but she she's just quirky and weird and funny. I love anyway. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. And I thought I thought it just translated really well that she you know into this role as this real estate agent slash zombie. It was her, you know, it, it yeah. was basically her real life her, but she's playing the role and she just made it work. And I, She's
0: fantastic. Yeah, well, and Drew Barrymore's not a realtor, I think. Maybe on the side. You never know. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) I don't think she needs the money. (laughs) No, no. Not really. (laughs) But, um, no, I just, like, Drew Barrymore's good in everything. Um, even the horrible Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movies, I will watch endlessly. (laughs)
1: I like those because movies.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah, know. because she's in it. She's amazing.
2: Fifty First Dates is one of my favorite funny movies.
1: I think Drew Barrymore, because we're used to seeing her in other types of films. And I know she did a Stephen King movie um, early in her, in her career with Firestarter. But after that, I don't remember or recall her doing anything else kind of like this. I mean, I guess. When was she the, closest. the
0: first one to Die in Scream? Yes.
1: Oh, that's true. Um, uh, but, oh, that's true, that's true. She is the first one to die. And she was actually supposed to play Sydney. But she said that, um, she wanted to make the audience feel like anything could happen. So she switched over to the role that she ends up getting killed. And it kind of, even though she was the first one to get killed, she was still one of the people on the poster. Like, she was supposed to be one of the yep. main people. It's the best
0: scene in that entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is her, you know, the the start of that movie is the best scene of the entire movie.
1: I remember after that movie came out, uh, I read somewhere that the people started getting uh, color ID because of because of that movie, and well, because back then the color ID was not something that came standard uh, in phones and and especially in landlines.
3: Yeah, it's weird how technology's changed since then.
0: Uh, for the kids listening, landlines were phones that. <laughs> Connected to cables inside your house, there for, were wires for, coming out the walls for my dad and you listening. A cable to it, and that would be your phone. You couldn't carry your phone around because nope. you'd be stuck with the wire on the wall. Okay, please continue.
1: <laughs> so we already talked a little bit about about the characters of both Timothy Elephant uh, as Joel Hammond and uh, Drew Barrymore as Sheila Hammond. But we also have two more that uh, we consider main characters, which is the daughter, Abby, and the neighbor, Eric. Um, I
0: think both of them played their roles really good. Um, I think probably as far as real acting goes, the daughter was a bit better than the kid because the kid really plays into that character.
1: Um, but, that's but how they he bo- is, though. His, his acting, is, uh, mo- normally the characters that he plays are just like that.
0: Yeah, exactly, but um I think they are both great and we'll probably see a lot more of them. I hope so at least.
3: Oh, yeah, I will see, yeah. I, I thought they were really good, they're really funny. Um I thought that kid was um that played Eric was pretty hilarious. I uh, like it was really funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. Have you seen him on in vacation? Oh, is that him? Yeah, that's yeah, the that's, that's the, the older older son. Dang, I haven't
3: seen that? vacation. You're talking about the newer one, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. The one where Clark Roosevelt is uh, already old and Rusty's the dad in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's the older kid and he's the one that's always getting punked out by the, by his little brother. And I, I guess what I'm saying, I, I feel like he plays this, pretty much the same type of character um, in, this, in this role. But it's a little bit different. Even though he's a little bit more exaggerated, I still feel his interactions with Abby... And with Joe and Sheila are pretty real, or uh, oh yeah, definitely. And that's what I like about this the show is that the interactions, the conversations, even though they're a little bit exaggerated, even if the situations may not be realistic, their relationships seem realistic.
0: And it's super funny, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god, there's not an episode you can get through without laughing your ass off.
2: I I, I agree. Nick, I also think like, I thought it started off a little bit slower, so I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. But it built and built and built and every episode got better for me. Oh, yeah. Um, it, I know it was gory and really bloody and it, some people aren't going to like that, you know, but there was so many laughs in it. And the play between the characters I thought was exceptional. I was just I was just enthralled with it.
1: Well, even things like that, and, and we'll get more into our favorite parts of the uh, of this season. But the at the very was it the very end or very um, first part of, of um, episode two, where they're dragging the body of dismembered mm-hmm. Gary in that mm-hmm. tub, and they're and they're arguing about who who lost the, the tub uh, lid. The lid, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then and then it tips over <laughs> and it goes everywhere. And <laughs> Don't mention the lid. <laughs> it spilled. What? Yeah,
2: I, I mean the snark of it is, this, it, it was really funny. I mean, yeah, it's gross and everything, but you're laughing the whole time.
1: Yeah, the, when I, when I first saw it spill, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it was everywhere. Yeah, the I blood was, was everywhere. everywhere.
3: I wanted to vomit at the very beginning. Like that's how they introduced you. It's just her like projectile vomiting as she's showing a house. Oh yeah. I like to, like to put my hands on my head like, oh my god, she's not stopping! Why won't she stop going up? It's not healthy.
0: But, and then when she says, like, oh, we'll get a cleaning crew to clean this right out. Yeah. And then you see the faces of those people that want to buy the house. And then, like, <laughs> like, like never I'm coming up. Like,
3: why are
1: you jumping over it? No! Like, this is disgusting. <laughs> It's, it's stuff like that that make it funny because even, even all this is going on, they're still bickering over little things like the lid. The, and then they're like, um, we're gonna leave the lid here or we're gonna leave the tub here. Like, of course we're gonna leave the tub here. What are we gonna do with a, a tub full (laughs) of blood? Yeah. It's things like that that I think made it really funny. Recurring characters. We have the guy that plays Dan, the, the neighbor sheriff, sheriff deputy. Um, Yeah.
0: Oh, he's so horrible. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, he's so because my my wife watches uh Scandal and um he came out in Scandal as this guy running for president and he's so different from from um the character he plays in this in this show so
2: he really is
1: yeah really Yes. Yeah, so, is he is he likable in Scandal he's very likable he's like
2: yeah uh,
1: he's like the opposite of Trump. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's kind well, of a—he plays a total asshat in this one, and it's just like. Yeah.
1: Well, then he's a better actor than I thought he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, when I first saw him, I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm like, I was trying to replace him. I'm like, oh, I know who this is. Uh, and I, I know I've seen him before in something, but I never watched Candle. But
2: it took me forever. Probably to play something him. else.
1: And he's actually um, born in what what um, Nick likes to call my favorite city. But he was raised here in San Antonio. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. He, um, he actually had a recurring role in Six Feet Under, The Division, Monk, a guest starring role in Monk. And what 24. was his
2: part in Six Feet Under?
1: Uh, let's see. It doesn't say here. Let me see what it says. No, it doesn't tell me though.
2: I, I love that show.
1: Um, yeah, that was pretty
0: good.
2: Yeah, he wasn't in all the episodes, but he did have a recurring episode in
1: it. So, yeah. So, I mean, he comes out in quite a bit of stuff. And he even came out in uh, George Lopez uh, on ABC. So, I guess he I was gonna say,
3: didn't say the most iconic one he's been in, which is Desperate Housewives. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even recognize him until my wife was like, oh, that's the dude from Desperate Housewives. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is him. Because I'm so used to it. Yeah him with the goatee that like him not having the goatee kind of makes him look like a completely different person it really does
2: it, that's why i couldn't place him i was like wait i know this guy he was in like the piranha movie um a couple different other movies but he like the roles that i would know him for best he did look different oh yeah he
1: was in piranha 3d he was also in the alamo which um i just uh taught uh, nick about oh really yeah, it's a big building And I told him, there is no basement in the
2: animal. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh,
1: We also have Lisa Palmer, which is uh, his wife, which I automatically think of. It's always Sunday in Philadelphia when I see her. The waitress. The waitress, yeah. (laughs) Um, She's hilarious, too, with this. We have Rick, which is the police officer, and his wife, Alondra. He's, like, the total opposite of Dan, uh, where Dan is, like, this – hat like jake said or shell said and and uh, rick is like this opposite rick guy rick is the man yeah he's like the total opposite of him and they're they're rivals as far because one of them's a police officer one's a sheriff's deputy for um la i think it is
3: yeah
1: um we have guest stars as even though some of them are kind of recurring we have like thomas Lennon as uh, principal novak hilarious <laughs> Um, I, I can't see him without uh, thinking of, um, uh, what's his name? Um, officer. Dingle. Ding- <laughs> is it Dingle or? I think it's Dingle. From, from Reno 911. Yeah. 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 I, I, I automatically think of that. Portia de Rossi as Cora yeah. Wolf. She comes out at the very end though. Yeah. What
2: the do- doctor, yeah.
1: And we have other guests like Nathan Fillion as Gary West, who is such an ass in this, in this, um. Uh, first episode but he plays an ass very well
0: yeah <laughs> i just love it like, like it's, it's no like to say,
3: i'm gonna push forward and he pushes forward on her
1: like no oh, yeah <laughs> she, and she's like no and he just does even more
3: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um we have andy richter Patton oswald so yeah uh maybe you guys want to add before we move on to our favorite parts of the of the series all right, well, let's talk about our favorite parts then, because that's just going to be the bulk of the of this episode. It's us going over the um, funny funny parts and or scary parts or whatever. I don't think there's a lot of scary stuff, but um, so we already talked about the throw up. Um, Jake <laughs> says he was uh, pretty much getting ready to vomit uh, or or cry or something. I don't vomit, know what he's But huh? it was
3: just like it was so unexpected. Like I was like, <laughs> "What is the pace for this show?" Oh, vomit. Okay, non-stop vomit. Yeah. Uh, I am covered in vomit. Okay, I can see where they're
2: doing. Oh, no.
1: Because Yeah, well, we talked about it. She vomits right in front of everybody and it's just out of nowhere. Um, And we had already seen at, be- at the very beginning where she said she feels sick. Uh, she's yeah, like, oh, whatever. So
3: much vomit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of. Because vom- we see we see her vomit a lot, and then he goes to check on her, and there's like vomit all over the kitchen or <laughs> yeah. the restroom or whatever she's at. And here,
3: like, and... when she when he looks in there, he's all looking at the ceiling.
1: I'm like,
2: oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's like threw up an organ. I mean, it was.
1: <laughs> Do did we ever get a confirmation on what that
2: is? It's some no, kind no, of organ, yet. but I don't think they did.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the symbol
3: of that you become a zombie. Whatever you barf that thing out.
1: We see that right away she becomes, I guess, a little bit more bold, or a little bit. Un- un- what is it, called? Um, what is the word that they that they use?
2: She gets more confident. She gets. Uh, I don't know, more straightforward and bold. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she- uh, it, it's pretty much she's working off the id, which is yeah. what um. We we normally don't like to show our ID because it <laughs> that's usually what makes us like holes if, if we were. Um, I don't. I mean that. I'm pretty sure that's not the technical definition of that, but.
2: <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, so. I think there's
1: like a Wikipedia page that says
3: like that it makes you an asshole, and then underneath it says Saul Perez. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I quoted it. Really quoted yeah, me. Quoted
0: <laughs> Isn't it just? personal satisfaction that's what it mostly is
1: uh, it makes us um want just be i guess more selfish or more
2: yeah personal gratification type
1: act, and actually going to that movie uh cell uh that we said that we, we won't ever talk about it like the second time we talk about it um <laughs> in the book oh, itself that's a great movie. <laughs> in um in the book itself what they say is that the transmission that goes over through the cell phones is actually like a hard reboot for our brains which works as a computer and it when it comes boots back up it doesn't have the same operating system it controls off the id which makes them feral and makes them you know go back to their their natural state of being um so i to me it's kind of like what's happening here she's she's not a total reboot, but she's starting to act like what she would act if she didn't have to worry about standards or the way people think about her.
2: Yes, right.
0: Societal inhibitions are slowly going away.
1: So at the end of the first episode, we see uh, Sheila. Um, I guess kind of. Um, we already talked about it how Gary was kind of pushing up <laughs> against her, so she kind of like okay starts to foreplay with his finger and then bites it <laughs> off.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: And uh, what's the, I think what's even funnier than that is when, um, when Joel comes home and she's just sitting over, um, leaning over him and eating his guts out. Yeah. She's like, uh
2: oh. Yeah. Her stomach wasn't that big she couldn't eat all of him. That's the only reason they had to get rid of anything because, you know, she couldn't eat, eat her weight and, and, again.
1: So yeah. And at that, at that point, she was still eating just raw meat and so forth. And we find out that she can't do that anymore. Because
0: the entire first episode is, is
1: really funny. It starts a bit slow, but
0: that it only makes the rest of it better. So, yeah, it's it's a really good first episode.
1: So we um, we go back to what we were talking about earlier, where they're trying to bury Gary with the, the lid. I mean, with the, the tub and it fills everywhere. They get caught by, by Abby and Eric. And we then get the diagnosis from Eric that True Barrymore's character Sheila is turning into a zombie. Um, the, the mortuary, the, the guy that, the morgue worker, um, they go to him to get a, uh, something to eat from him. And right away he's like, well, can we have one of the bodies? Goes, Are you gonna fuck him?
2: He, he just assumes that that's what they want it for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, the guy, oh.
0: just, the guy in the morgue is just a perfect
1: actor for that part as well. And it's funny because they're like, oh yeah, but can we take him? Because we're really shy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, like even the first time he asked where the doctor is, yeah, it's like, oh, why do you want to see him? It's like, ah, oh, fucking with you, he's right over there. And then he turns around, walks away, and then mumbles to himself, fucking asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just one the, perfect.
2: One of the funniest parts to me was that like they wanted to pay for it, I was like, funny that they tried to buy a body from the guy at the morgue and they didn't have enough money. And so, you know, they only end up with a foot. And it's like, that'd be me. I'd be like, pinky, please.
1: No, and then it's funny because she can't even eat it because it's not fresh. And then Joel's right. like, like, this is the most expensive he... food dinner I've ever bought you.
2: See, this is
0: one of the parts where he becomes like really good because he's just completely frustrated that the foot's not good enough.
1: <laughs> so he's like hey the fuck? this is where they pretty much well they had already said right they they should kill someone that deserves it uh, that's yeah. a total like a young Hitler and like, we'd be we'd be, hit, we'd be heroes <laughs> we'd be assholes not to do it right <laughs> so they're they actually like uh, what's it called convince themselves that killing someone so that she can eat is a good thing because if they don't they'd be assholes for letting that person live
2: right and that they need to not waste any of of whoever they kill. You know they're they are they are like they actually think ahead. Like we shouldn't wasted it because you can't eat it all. We need a freezer. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then the next very next episode, you see Sheila walking in with the blender, making a smoothie out of it. So she it looks like she's already gotten used to eating already. And later on, we figure out it's only been a couple days since the beginning, the first episode. So it's like she got used to it pretty quick and she's like they're like moving on to living with she's living with her undead life. And and later on, we figure out that Joe was actually really frustrated and really freaking out of what's happening. What was that? Yeah. Okay. no, I heard I heard like like a demon voice coming through the speaker. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Wait, okay. this is haunted. You guys didn't tell me that. Well, we're from the cult. Well,
0: yeah, sometimes the um, because I do a little ritual before every episode. Is that what it is? Sometimes, you know, I haven't pleased Lord Cthulhu enough, <laughs> so he opens up a dimensional portal and you know,
1: <laughs> he whips you. Takes it out on us. <laughs> I know who I'm missing. I'm missing that little little Asian girl from the from the store who's just like, uh, when he's out there looking for that? Oh. what is it? The te- the, the tes- uh, What is it called? The tethoscope? Telescope.
0: telescope. Yeah. Not
1: telescope, the, yeah. The, whatever it is, I can't say that word for some reason. <laughs> Stethoscope. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can't say it, I can't say it. It's
0: my third language, you shouldn't have a problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's words I can't say in English, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, where, where she's like, do you know what the difference between this one and uh, this dual head and this single head? Well, dual means two. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole time she comes, every single time she comes out, she's just like very dry, very, um, what is it?
2: Uh, My manager says you've been she, staring at this yeah. for too long. <laughs> she's so deadpan with it. She's just like, "Do you need help?"
3: yeah, yeah. I, I just love how he gets like this life lesson from her every time
1: <laughs> well even abby does
3: he has an encounter with her and she too has this like changing epiphany <laughs> from her like you're so smart blah, blah, blah. Right. i'm gonna go to aisle two now bye you yeah. <laughs> know uh,
1: the only other character i can reckon um kind of compare her to is and then not even fully was is april in parks and recreations the way she talks but even, even she makes April seem like colorful and cheerful. Uh, just how, how dry she is. <laughs> yeah, she's April in the first couple of seasons. Yeah, before she, before she gets a little bit more life into her. What episode is it? Is it, um, the third or fourth episode that we figure we see Dan getting pissed because he can he actually catches Joel and Sheila spraying their yard trying to remove the blood from their, from Gary. And they give him yeah. the lie that there's ants in his yard. So he gets pissed off that they haven't used the solution that he gave him. So he goes out there to do it himself. And he finds Gary's finger. Which mm-hmm. we, as a cop, you know, you're like, oh, crap, they're going to go to jail now. <clears throat> no, I'm going to use it to blackmail you to kill people. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, uh, the Loki scene where um, Sheila jumps on top of Loki. Did you all know that uh, Drew Barrymore had an accident in that scene and? everyone was like freaking out thinking she was gonna die well no yeah um, apparently she jumped on his back I, I'm thinking it's Loki because she didn't say the person or, or the character name but she said it's this big guy and he's the biggest guy um, that she attacks and she said that when she jumped on his back uh, he he kind of reached around to grab her and he didn't get there in time and she fell back and hit her head I think on the table or something. Um, and yeah, she got, she got taken down in paramedics and everyone was like freaking scared as far as what was going to happen.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So yeah, she's,
0: I think, she, um, he's the only one that she jumps on top of. Well, she jumps like, on the, the
1: first guy, the one that they, they hit, uh, from behind. Um, but I don't think he's she big didn't. enough to have trouble, have trouble with her wrapping around his, her arms.
0: No, but she sort of leaned
1: on him. Yeah. Like, Loki, she actually, like, takes a big jump, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. she gets on the couch and jumps on his back. Yeah.
3: And well, they're also fighting in that living room where there was a table. And
1: oh, I think what the, the, the funniest part of that is that the whole time she's attacking him, Joel's trying to put on his uh, poncho and his pants. <laughs> so. yeah. He's like, oh, hold up, hold up. And then that's when he gets the knife and he can't even use it on him. So we find out later on that uh actually Loki got bit, and we see yeah. him in that mm-hmm. room with a bunch of vomit.
3: More vomit. Oh, I said I think he's my favorite character in the whole series. Who, Loki? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just I like him because like like he plays it. the guitar. <laughs> yeah, was, that's my thing. Like I was like, he's like a bad thug dude who's gonna have like zombie powers. I'm like, dude, he's gonna be like a criminal underlord, and instead he's like. Doing acoustic CDs at, like, Starbucks. <laughs> is, like, the,
0: the best thing is that when they off. find his, um, yeah. like his agenda or something, and it says, like, must kill tonight on the thing. Yeah, it is like, kill the- And it just means I have to kill at this show. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to do my best.
3: <laughs> what was it, like, if you personify it, then it will become real. So yeah, yeah. Gotta- Good job, he killed the audience. Like, like
1: I wow. just, what he's like, I woke up with just so much energy, and, and they're like, and then she does like, are, do you, are you even sleeping? Like, no, not at all. So, the, <laughs> so they have become like pretty close because they're the only two zombies that they know of now. So we also get uh, Dan trying to get Joe and she to kill someone else. Joe pretty much is, doesn't want to do it. She goes after the guy because she's pretty much like, I have to eat. And we find out that it's actually Dan's wife's cheating on, on him with this guy, uh, which stops him from getting eaten. And this guy's actually like a doctor. Uh, what is it? Uh, oncologist? Uh, yeah. Child oncologist uh, who does this charity work, who's willing to give money to Sheila because she lies to to him about what she's yeah. doing there. I don't
0: have any checks. Can I give you um, $200? And she goes, "Oh." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So um later on, we see Dan actually confront um, Joel, or Joel confront Dan about not doing this anymore. And he actually threatens to turn the meth in, and he gets killed by Joel. And I, that part is not funny, but the beginning of the next episode with um, who is it that's at the house, and um, you just see Dan's body just fly over the gate or the it's fence. Rick's
0: wife or girlfriend. I Alondra? Think
1: yeah, a launder- yeah, yeah a it cool. is a laundry. Yeah, um, you just see Dan's body just flip over the <laughs> the, the fence, and then you just see him, um, Timothy Olyphant just jump over, and she's like, "No," and I'm like, I'm go- "Move out of the way." After she forgot, she forgot what she said, she's like, "Move out of the way" or something.
0: Yeah, it like these shows this show just has like these moments that are just like amazingly funny, and it has a lot of them, and. Even though it's like a zombie show, it, it's just amazing. Um, I think it's one of my favorite shows in the last couple of years, just simply because it's so well acted,
1: so well done, so well written. Oh, yeah. you, you know what character I forgot to mention is the Baca, uh, which is Principal Novak's grandma. Uh, when <laughs> oh, yeah. He's trying to get her to, to um, interpret those paintings that he buys. And he takes her some, like, <laughs> some sort of pastry. And goes, like, Oh, I brought you something from your home, from your home, uh, country. And he opens it up and she's like, She like spits and goes, That's for peasants. She <laughs> <It's> For <laughs> Polish peasants. Yeah, and then she's like, Go throw it on, the, on the ground. Not the box. Leave the, and bring the box in. I can use the box.
0: Yeah, that was funny. Like the subtle hints of old people racism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's actually a book that may have the cure for sheila's zombieism, um, right um and tracks down this guy named anton who's going to be at this convention so he of course he takes he takes um eric with him and while they're there eric seems to be the, the cooler one but everyone's kind of scared of of um of joel because he's I forgot what he calls him. Like, he's like you ransom haired uh, full-haired man or whatever. Uh, so they, everyone thinks he's the fuzz when uh, he's just trying to get information from this guy Anton, who's, who ends up being a total um, fake and, and doesn't have anything that he says he has.
0: Yeah, it's um, Derek Waters, doesn't the guy from um, Drunk History? Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's like he turns around and I was like, hey, I know that face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sheila actually loses a toe, um, and she's starting to, the, de- de- uh, I guess, what is the word?
2: Decompose, uh, maybe.
1: They use another word. I forgot what word they use, though. Um, but it,
2: yeah, her toe falls off, and in the tub, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she she thinks that. Um, oh, I know what it was. They try to eat Dan um, because the cops are coming, and she has to eat all of Dan over one <laughs> night.
0: <laughs> that, I think that's my favorite part in oh. the entire uh, season. Where you like, it's how are you like, doing? Oh, there's so much of him. And then the, she's there in the tub eating him and there's like like intestines lying next to her. She's like completely full. You can see it. Just eating, eating, eating. like, oh,
1: what it's it- so much. Like he's a very hairy man. It's kind of slowing me down to so, like oh, coughing up hair balls. And oh, the next yeah. thing you know, uh, Joel's sitting there shaving his legs.
0: <laughs> Joel shaving him. was the least I can do. I'd say I'd say it's a ple it's my pleasure, but that doesn't really apply in this situation.
3: Yeah, I think that's what the show does. That like you think won't be funny is like stuff like that, like shaving a person, so that you know. She could eat. There. Or like even with the Nathan Fillion, where he's like, well, his balls were small. <laughs> you know, you know, like...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I did not sleep with, with uh, what's his name? Um, Gary. Gary. But Gary. I did eat his balls. Well, one of them. <laughs> 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 they were really small. <laughs>
3: yeah, just like, what? Like, how, like, you would think there's no way you could make something like that funny in... They're succeeding in doing
1: that. It's the absurd the absurdity, I can't talk today, um, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: Of, um, of this happening when all this is actually, it should really, like, throw someone off and really mess up someone's life. But they're actually trying to make it work. They're trying to make it seem normal. And I think that's what it is. It's the normalization of things that would normally not happen, and that makes it funny.
3: Yeah, and I think yeah, and they, just um, the way that
1: they, the dialogue is written,
0: like the things they say during, is what makes it really funny as well. That keeps it light.
3: The um the com- comedic timing that they keep in everything, like uh where Abby's talking to the um the doctor and they're they need to test out that formula or whatever. Oh. And <laughs> usually, it's, you know the rule of three. Where it's like, you, you know, you pull the thing three times, and on the third time, that's like your punchline. And then with people like, um uh, what's his name from Family Guy that created that? McFarlane? Yeah. Uh, he was the one who pushed the envelope where it's like, no, maybe rule of four or rule of five. And that's what they keep on doing with something like that. Like, okay, is she really having a seizure? Is she not? um And it's kind of cool seeing how you would take a horror element that would either gross you out or something like that. And then if you add in, I guess that kind of like form, you know, comedic formula, how it changes, changes something gross and disturbing to actually something really hilarious, and you're like, I can't believe I just laughed at this guy shaping <laughs> dead guy. Like yeah. Uh,
1: or even the, like I said, the, I think my favorite parts are when Joel's <laughs> freaking out when uh, he takes Abby off for a ride on the on the motorcycle on Rick's motorcycle. And then they're just acting normal. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. Uh, I think, I mean, that part there, actually, I think it helps bond them. At the same time, it's funny because it's because they're trying to, like, be normal. They're trying not to show that they're freaked out by Sheila. But at the same time, they they have to release what they're feeling because it's not normal. It's not something that you would normally um think of what's going to happen in your life.
2: Yeah, and they I think they still love each other and they act like such a close family and the links he's willing to go to for his wife for Sheila to get her fed it, they make it seem so normal.
1: It's a, it's a it's kind of like a you say kind of like a love story cuz who like You would want to think that you would love your wife so much that you'd want to kill somebody for her to eat. But at the same time, like, would you be able to do it, actually do it? Uh, And, um, I mean, he says he can't do it, but he still continues to follow follow, uh, along with it. And even when he says he has had enough, he realizes he still wants to do it.
3: My thing would be, like, what do you think would have happened if she hadn't eaten Gary? Like, do you think, like, they would have made it, like, she could have lived off of, like, raw beef and chicken or... It would have eventually changed, anyways.
1: I think as uh, I think as long as she ate the raw stuff, um, I think she would have been okay. If she would have eaten an animal, maybe she might have been. That would have even messed her up a little bit more. But like she said, she said is like when you eat someone, it's like eating this high end steak, and you lose the your appetite for anything else. Um, mm-hmm. Like the vodka, uh, who doesn't like the the Polish present food? <laughs> Which they have to show up later on because they need the bile of a pure Serbian um, to for the cure. <laughs> and they decide to get her drunk. They don't. He did. They don't even get her vomit right. He gets arrested because uh, he's trying to make her vomit.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, this is where the, where where she actually attacks him, and she's like, "Oh crap, I'm turning feral," which is the sign yeah. of getting right to the end, to where where Dr. Cora won't be able to f- help you if you start turning feral. Eric's video of uh, explain who Dr. Cora is at the very end, <laughs> the red lies. And they're like, oh, God. And he goes, uh, well, Kanye teaches us not to be, uh, what is it, not to apologize for, for your direction. Although I think I would have, I think I should have gone a different direction. Um, so that's pretty much what happened in the first episode. I know we didn't go through everything in that in that uh, season. What have you guys heard about the uh, Santa Clarita Diet from some from other people or from online or whatever?
0: um okay. yeah, i've okay. seen mostly positive it's not really that popular i think um because i think there's still like zombie horror will scare a lot of people off but it's mostly a comedy show like if you can get over the little threshold of a bit of gore because it's not that much really then um
1: yeah it, it's a great show well, i was looking up the the what um the reviews on santa Clara diet and on rotten tomatoes it's at seventy one percent, which I think is kind of low for this show. I would right. think at least at least seventy five to eighty, and a seven point nine out of ten. Uh, on Metacritic at sixty seven out of hundred. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Low, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's low for what I believe the show actually deserves. I don't know what, I don't know if it's just because it's not the, whoever's, uh, reviewing it, that's not just their, you know, their cup of tea or anything like that.
2: I think, I think some people rate it really high. And then there's those few people that can't deal with the blood, guts, and gore that didn't maybe watch it all the way through or, you know, cause those first couple episodes. I mean, and they, they would say, Oh, it's not for me. And they rate it low because I think it would be more up around an eight, eight and a half if, if we didn't have a couple of, you know, people who just couldn't stand the blood and guts.
1: I think also it, it has to do with uh, someone who sees that it's about zombies and they want something like The Walking Dead. And they show right. up and it's a comedy and it's not what they were expecting. So they... they um, Yeah, a it's, it's a it.
0: very extreme of both genres, basically. Like it's very much... Like zombie horror gore and it's all very much a comedy. So you've got the both extremes, so people who only like one won't like the combination of the two.
1: I think it's more zombies than the actual walking dead though right now. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. <laughs> I know, I'm like move it along, move it along.
1: Did y'all know that there was a advertising controversy with this, um with this show in Germany?
2: I did read that about um this making the finger look like the sausage.
1: Yeah, it's, um, yeah. currywurst is what they made it look like, which is very Ooh, popular German I food. Love...
0: <laughs> it, it's the best. It's, um, a smoked sausage and a, um, it's like cut into slices covered in like a spicy-ish, um, um, ketchup. And they add um, curry seasoning to it, like uh, you know, yellow curry seasoning. It's delicious. <laughs> what, what happened is <laughs> it's, that they, it's the best German food.
1: They received complaints about the advertising, saying that it was glorifying violence and inducing fear in children. So the um, German Advertising co- uh, Council um, forwarded those complaints to Netflix, which then they decided to actually remove all their posters in, in Germany. What else do you guys want to oh, see? Oh, yeah.
0: You see the poster now. It looks exactly like her. Worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so what do you guys want to see in um, on season two? Because season one actually just ends kind of like in the middle of – it feels like the middle of the episode. So when I got to the end, like Nick had said last time, you're kind of like, oh, man, I want more. Um, it kind of ends in – It's a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Um. So what do you guys want to see in season two? <clears throat>
0: Um, just sort of them figuring out more. Actually, just more of the same is fine with me because I love this. So, yeah, I'm going to love this next season.
2: I think it would be neat if, like, some of the, um, if down the road as they go, if things might happen and they're like the family that zombies together stays together and they have, (laughs) you know, they, more than one of them, has to eat the raw meat, and it, you know, ends up being the whole family, and I think they can make a lot of, make a lot of episodes off of, uh...
1: I'm kind of sad that they go, uh, Loki. <laughs>
2: yeah. Maybe they come back. Who knows?
0: I am... I do hope that Timothy Oilypants doesn't, uh, go full zombie, because he's funny the way he is now.
2: Yeah, but, like, the daughter, um... In the playoff with uh, Eric, the boyfriend.
0: Yeah, um, and then Eric wants to be bitten.
2: Mm-hmm. Bite <laughs> me.
1: me! I can just see it now. Have we heard anything about it next season?
2: I have not heard, but I'm sure there will be one. But I, I have not heard.
1: It's only been out for like what, one and a half, two months? Um, no, just like what, a week, a month and a half. Or uh, month and a week, I think it is. Yeah, something like that. I really hope we do get a season two, especially with the cliffhanger. I want to know what happens. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do we want to figure out exactly what happened to to make her a zombie, or would you like just to stay in mystery?
2: Yeah, I'd kind of like to know.
1: Yeah, I like figuring out
0: things, so that's yeah. – yeah, I want to know. Yeah,
3: I would say, like, I would want to know, but if they, like, kind of, like, dragged it out a little bit longer, like, or at least until the third season – on what exactly it is and just Timothy Elephant running around like crazy trying to figure it out. Right. That's kind of funny too is yeah. uh, how hard he's trying to get her to go back to normal and how like normal kind of was boring. The only thing that kind of sucks about the new Drew Barrymore is that she eats people. But everything else about her being a zombie is actually, right. you know. Well, and um, the
0: decomposing
1: bits.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs>
1: Oh, we didn't talk about uh, how Loki ends up falling in love with her and mm-hmm. brings her a ice chest full of uh, a feet to try to fix her toe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Man, that whole scene with her trying to put it on her toe was oh. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, – I had my, like, skin crawling
1: where it was just, like, the nail. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch this. The nail is the worst. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys ever have ever tried to fix something that you really shouldn't try to fix. And yeah,
3: all the time. like a human toe. Though. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, what I'm saying, it's like you're doing all this stuff to try to fix it, try to fix it, try to fix it, and at the end you break it, and like, oh, crap. Yeah. I made it worse than what it was. So, yeah, so.
2: Life. My and
1: he actually, he actually wants to uh, run away with her to be because they belong together because they're the only two zombies in, in the world. Yeah. Or so he thinks. Oh, so he thinks I,
3: remember, so. I think that dude is a freaking fantastic actor because he had me sold as, like, just your typical gangster thug guy and then he oh, yeah. be like so artistic and like full life and we're in love don't deny it you know like, <laughs> and I'm like but this guy is a great actor he needs to be more stuff <laughs>
0: yep. yeah, yeah he is really good
3: yeah I think he just he kind of blew me away with like the the transition of like the id taking over because I was just like because I remember my first thought was like this is gonna be bad. Like he's gonna be like the seasoned bad guy or something like that. Like you know, this three <laughs> tough zombie, and then it turns out like no, I'm selling my CD at Starbucks. Like
1: oh, <laughs> and he goes oh, oh yeah, uh, and he goes Joe, can you go pay the tab and um, put some money in the tip jar for Loki? Oh no, that would be uh, what does he say? Um, I forgot what he says. What he's saying like don't give me money because I'm giving it, I'm giving this to you.
0: Yeah
3: yeah, it's a gift.
1: Um, anything else you guys are going to be watching um the next couple of days or a couple of weeks?
0: Um, let's see. Uh, not specifically. H- think...
2: Horror-wise, I'm probably going to go try to see Get Out. Um, it's getting a saw...
1: lot of good reviews.
2: Yeah, I know. And So I think I'm going to go see that. And uh, TV-wise... I'm still waiting on them to renew The Exorcist on Fox, but they haven't. And American Crime, I think, starts back tonight. Which oh
0: yeah,
2: yeah, I love that show. So
0: Nick, no, I don't think anything I want to see starts anytime soon. I just got the release date for Game of Thrones next season, which yeah. is somewhere in uh, June. I think it was June or July. So I'm gonna be depressed until then, I think. (laughs) How about yourself? (laughs) No, um, Silicon Valley starts in a couple weeks. Uh, I like watching that show. So,
1: um, yeah. How about Jake? How about you?
3: Um, I don't know. I'm I'm interested in uh seeing uh how Iron Fist plays out with everybody. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Completely forgot about that one. That's (laughs) next week.
3: Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested in seeing how that plays out. Um, I was gonna ask, were you guys gonna ever watch that movie, um, Life with Ryan Reynolds and Jake of Oh like yeah, movie? I can't wait to see that. Cause I, I forget what, I was on YouTube, you know, sometimes they'll show you an actual like movie clip before, as a commercial. Yeah. Um, there's a scene, I, I guess it's the clip that they're showing, but I know in the trailer it's a scene where the scientist guy is kind of like messing with the life and then it grabs onto his hand.
2: It's horror, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, so they show that whole clip and I was like I forgot what I was gonna watch on YouTube because I got sucked into this clip (laughs) and like I legit was like terrified and I was like at work which I probably shouldn't have been doing at work.
2: So I actually showed the
3: full length of that about this alien life and stuff like that, so I just I don't know if it'll be perfect for you guys' podcast or not, but I'm telling you, the two minute clip had me like terrified.
0: Yeah. That gets released near um, the same uh, day as um, Alien, the new one, isn't it?
2: Mhm. Yeah, yeah I saw the dad. preview for both yesterday um, when I went to see Logan, and they had the full length previews for those, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, the both look so scary."
1: That's at the end of this. Um, at the end of this month, March twenty third, is
0: what I got. Yeah. Oh, that's um, life. Life,
1: yeah. Life. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh man, it still- was.
3: It was so intense that, like, you know, I think Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal were like, let us in the room, that I was like, look, I'm in the room, and like, always yelling at <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: um, we still have no word on The Dark Tower. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Uh, even to the point where, um, I think they said that Jake Gyllenhaal, oh, not Jim, no, uh, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba have stopped talking about the movie, mm. um, which is not normally a good sign, but... Uh, I'm hoping they're just really just taking their time with the graphics, um, with the special effects and all that, because I really would hate for this movie to suck.
0: It says it's in post-production now, so that means at least all the recording's been done.
1: Yeah, and I think they're doing some um, reshoots and all that, which is normal for movies. Um, I just hope they're not getting into their own heads and changing too much things that have, what, what, from what they were planning to do. Uh, because sometimes that messes it up. Sometimes it makes it better, but sometimes it messes it up. So we'll see what happens with, with the Dark Tower. Uh we already talked about um Tells from the Crypt, new series coming out, I believe at the uh somewhere sometime this season or this uh year. Probably uh, close
2: to Halloween, I think. I'm not sure so but I think close to Halloween.
1: So yeah, I'm 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 hoping to see that. We have uh, Gerald's game, we talked about that already, coming this this year and uh, we have uh, Castle Rock coming out i believe late this year or early next year so we have quite a bit of new shows coming out and um, we'll see what we what we pick up for next yes. Castle Rock is the Stephen King goosebumps movie right <laughs> oh, tv show it's um the the trailer for Castle Rock shows like a vein uh going through these different Names like Pennywise, uh, uh, what's her name uh, from Misery, um, yeah, and, and yeah, Penny Bruce, Um It has Danny Torrance in it, which is not really in Castle Rock, but you know, I guess something right. of him goes through there. Salem's Lot. It says um, it, Cujo. It has all these different different characters from Stephen King universe, but I don't think it's going to be about any of them. Um, I, I think it's just going to be this is the town where all this crap comes from or right. or roots from, and it's going to be more of an anthology series, from what I understand, uh, based on things that go that happen in the city.
2: It has the potential to be phenomenal.
1: And, uh, don't be surprised, though, if you do either hear mentions of, of characters or one of the characters makes an appearance from one of his books. Um, I just don't know what the logistics is or... The, the rights from the movies to the TV show and all that right for Stephen King characters
3: okay yeah because my first thought he probably is like, most of them I thought it was like the Jack Black goosebumps movie where like maybe like Stephen King was gonna come out and his characters were gonna come after him or something like that but
1: I wouldn't be surprised if um, the goosebumps uh, movie came out of that kind of idea. Just uh, like wouldn't that be funny if this happened? Like, well, you no, know what? Why don't we use Goosebumps? We have that. We have that as a uh, like the
3: movie Inkheart. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Where the book, yeah, they book characters come. Which, kind of which is the better movie?
3: I was than- kind of thinking it was gonna be, but like better. Like it would be like you know how Goosebumps was for kids. Well, let's do the same thing but for like adults. And like, what would it be like if Stephen King was actually being hunted down by like Pennywise and you know Kujo bites him trying to get the mail.
1: <laughs> what what yeah. Pennywise does on a day off? <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like when he's mad out terrorizing little children right.
0: I I saw by the way some um um production um shots from the new season of The Strain. And it looks like now that New York has been exploded they're moving north because they're all in like um frozen areas. So it's going to be the last season of the strain. I'm really hoping that that's going to be pretty cool.
1: Um, we are going to be also uh, reading Blood and Gord. I don't know if, if you guys have finished watching uh, reading that yet. Which is is a comic book that we that have has been actually been out. The first two issues have been out for a couple of years already. They are starting their um, they're going to start a Kickstarter to get the third um, issue released. So that's coming up soon. We should have a, also a um, interview with Greg Smith, which is one of the one of the um, people that's going to be part of this third issue, and also he was also a part of the Monsters and Other Scary Shit uh, comic book anthology. Um, so we'll be doing that in the near future. Don't have a date on that one yet, but um, that'll be coming soon. Any ideas for uh, next episode, guys?
0: Um, no, not really yet. Um, there was the one trailer I linked um, a while ago, a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, um, about the people that kidnapped the girl. And they're like, hey, we can't reach the parents for ransom. And then it turns out that the parents are in the house, but they're already dead. And then that even turns where the girl turns out to be, like, not just a normal killer psycho, but, like... Is that Pet? Is it called
2: Pet? No. No, that's something else.
0: Pet's the one with, um, what's his name in it? From Oh,
1: yeah, Charlie. Charlie. I I don't remember his uh, real
0: name. I I linked it a, a while ago. I'll look up the link. Um, But that one looked really awesome.
1: You also linked a uh, viral, didn't
0: you? Viral, yeah. Um I saw that recently. It's Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a bit slow, um but it is pretty good.
2: Uh any of those, either of those I could watch. Um like I said, I'm going to see Get Out, which is a newer one. I just rewatched um Ten Cloverfield Lane last night. Uh but, I mean, I'm pretty much game to watch anything and take a look at it. Yeah. Well, I guess we always
1: say we're going to figure it out in, on the podcast, but we never really do kind of narrow it down, do we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any recommendations, Jake? Um,
3: I don't know if it was necessarily scary or horror, but um, there was that movie that came out on Netflix recently where the... It looked like kind of like a dark comedy with um, Elijah Wood, and then all of a sudden it takes like this turn to they're doing crimes and. Killing oh, people. Yeah. oh,
0: I don't, don't want to live on our. Oh, yeah, something like I don't want to live, live on this planet anymore. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. It had a very. Yeah. It, I don't really think that's a horror movie.
3: Oh, it's not okay. It's it's. I know it takes like this really dark turn, so I don't know if it was. Like scary or horror or thriller, but
1: Alright then we'll um we'll leave it there. We'll figure we'll eventually figure out what we're gonna do and uh we'll put it on on um Twitter. And you guys remember you guys can reach us out to us on Twitter at Nerd FTC or at Perspective. Uh Nick, what's your Twitter handle?
0: Uh SickMindNick.
1: Nick. And Shell?
2: At TV gal 87
1: and Jake, where can uh, people find you and hear you and do everything that they need to do with you? <laughs>
2: okay.
3: That is <laughs> <laughs> off the way you say to that. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to uh, hit me up on Twitter, I'm at Jake underscores Lionheart. Uh, me and my wife uh, started a podcast called uh, the nerd and Wife podcast. You can find that on iTunes or um, at um nerd and Wife. Uh, dot fireside dot fm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I also do nerd rap stuff. So, um, that one, uh, podcast you guys did with the monster and other scary shit, um, I was to do that and have that rap at the beginning. Um, so if you want to listen to like nerd rap or about video games and stuff like that, um, I'm on YouTube at El Cheapo Games.
0: He's being very modest because, like, he does a bit of rap is what he says, but he made, like, three albums full of raps about Overwatch, <laughs> you know, just uh, every week release one new song, so if you like it, go check out his links, and, you know, we'll add them here below the thing, and click all of them,
3: and when he thought almost, he was done,
1: they released another character
3: yeah I know it was actually the week that I was going to release it I released it Tuesday and they released a new character Friday so I'm like great now I have to do another stupid song
0: (laughs) actually if there's a new character will you do another one like come back to it or are you like there's three albums it's enough
3: I don't know because that was the thing like I got done with the last one and then it was like all of a sudden like the fatigue hit me because it was like it was eight months of doing all these character like you know research on the characters and writing you know spending time writing out everybody's song and i think the shortest song is still maybe like almost two minutes um so you know what i mean i was just like this is i felt like really burnt out and then i was they're like by the way you're not done here's another one so uh i might get to it but right now i'm just kind of like the transition where um, I want to rap about other stuff in Overwatch and Overwatch has been my life for the last eight months so. um, I know a lot of people don't like that so I'll probably be losing subscribers but I don't know <laughs> we'll see how it <laughs> turns out
0: I'm sure people that like Overwatch like like Final Fantasy and all those other weird Dark Souls games as well
3: no they don't
0: <laughs> they really do not Yeah, don't. they're not very similar are they <laughs> no <laughs> Overwatch is like fast, bright and colorful and Dark Souls yeah. is like slow dark and repetitive
3: yeah it's like people are like oh they look like Disney characters and then other people are like oh this is the press scenes oh, I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah especially because you get like chopped in two <laughs> by the first thing
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah but thanks for having let me be on your show um I'm sorry that I'm too much of a chicken to watch something really scary, and I went with a funny scary show. But, <laughs> but
1: we'll think of you each time funny. we watch something really scary. Yeah, What's that? Uh, we'll we'll think of you each time we think uh, of something scary or watch something scary. Yeah. Right. I just... Oh, I actually initially um, had re- asked Jake to come on for autopsy of Jane Doe, and when I showed him the the preview, like, oh hell no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, I enjoyed listening to you guys talk about it because I didn't have to see any <laughs> scary stuff because so you didn't have crazy. to see it yeah I think shows are like they cut somebody open and there's like tattoos on the
0: inside of the skin
3: yeah. I'm like what?
0: those bits are a bit gory Yeah. yeah so I get
3: all my horror stories from you guys if it seems good enough to watch but I'm too scared to watch it. I just listened to you guys talk about it.
0: <laughs> but we if need to a find it. a good um, insect horror movie. No, no I'm saying <laughs> That movie
3: ticks with uh, a. <laughs> yeah. You can ruin insect <sighs> movies for we'll me
1: watch too. watch Mosquito. That's
0: See, and yeah. that's why you have to watch The Strain, because when people get infected, they get these little worms in them. Oh, and idea. you see them crawling under their skin. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> now
3: I'm definitely not gonna watch it. Thanks for ruining it for me. <laughs> you had me at the Harry Potter janitor, but not England.
0: Um, no. The guy who plays Sam in Lord of the Rings, he's in one of the in the first season.
3: Yes. Yeah, and he <laughs> gets
0: he gets like s- nicked in the head by like one of those vampire things, and like one worm sort of crawls in. And they, like, zoom in and try to catch it. You see this worm crawling under the skin.
3: Oh. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's
0: awesome.
1: All right, guys. We'll leave it there. Um, we'll eventually figure out what we're doing oh, next I can't episode. wait. All right, guys. Well, we'll we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for uh, listening in. And Don't forget, guys, to to review, to subscribe, to um and to go ahead and comment on the uh, podcast. Let us know what you feel. Uh, we should do, how we're doing, what we can do to improve, and if you have any recommendations for horror movies or horror TV shows or horror books or comic books, like we've said before, let us know what you think we can we should be reviewing. Um, Each time you guys do review and subscribe and comment, it actually helps us become more visible to other other podcast listeners who would normally not tune in to us. All right, guys. Thank you guys for, for showing up. See you guys next time.